Right. <laughs> <laughs> Recover, please. Recover. <laughs> You're wondering how to vote? Well, we have the test for you this hour. We're going to share this test. It's phenomenal. Amazon. $15 an hour minimum wage helps 4,500 Virginians. Well, maybe not quite that much. We'll talk about that and why. It's a good thing. No, seriously, the Lee Brothers, it's a good thing. But with a caveat. Yeah, if you don't want to flip burgers, go to Amazon. <laughs> oh, Obama. $15. What Obama do in high school? Maybe that matters. Virginia citizens and American patriots, that's next. Radio is the founding fathers intended the Lee brothers. My name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this uh, lovely Friday. It's a little overcast out there, but it really does <laughs> feel nice. Not going to rain. Please don't rain. Can't have rain. No rain for me. This has been a nasty week. Nasty week. Someone stole my cell phone on, on Monday. Stole my cell phone from, from a restaurant. I don't understand. And I know that, this guy's got my cell phone. Well, I don't know. You, know you, you caught him doing it. And I you, walk up to him and I say, uh, hey, dude, you got my cell phone? He goes, I don't have your cell phone. I said, you have my cell phone. I don't have your cell phone. I said, that's okay. I'll just stand here while we ring it. And I look to my friend whose birthday is today. He's our brother, Mark Lee. Happy birthday, Mark. Anyway, I said, let's ring this phone. So he, he goes out to the car to ring the phone. And uh, the scum of the earth, dirt bag, for lack of a better term. No, those are... Those phone are, thief. Yeah, thank you for keeping um, someone. <laughs> phone thief. <laughs> and if you're listening, listen carefully. I will find you. And I will kill you. have <laughs> <laughs> a specific set of skills. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway... All right, that's crazy. Anyway, that's I didn't get week. it back. I that's didn't get week. it back. I know it's insane. You know, he's I would have. I wish Richard. I wish I'd have been off. there. This Third is the time, time. I wish I'd have been there beside you. Because so what we, would you have done different? I'm telling you a right lot. now, you would have had that phone. Yeah, and I'd been solo today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're up and running. Four five four thirteen sixty six Lee Brothers. Hey, at four o'clock, uh, the liberal women of Chesterfield were featured on CNN last night. We just got to talk about these women. And there's nothing that sounds more attractive to me than liberal women of Chesterfield, but we'll we'll talk about that at, at more uh, attractive for the challenge, right? And that's about um, it. And then David Bratt has uh, there's a commercial out that that is perfect. He's a truly great American. It shows Abigail Spanberger um, admitting that she is a huge. Big tax, big regulation, federal government, liberal. We've got it on video. We're going to share it with you all at 4 o'clock. That's, uh, that's coming up in the program. And, of course, 5 o'clock, uh, the Kane-Stewart um, debate. We'll talk more about that. And Stanton, Virginia, wants to change the name of Robert E. Lee School. There's just a lot going on in the news. Oh, yeah, there's this guy called Kavanaugh. Have you heard about this? Does anyone, does anyone know what's going on in the world? <laughs> I was talking to someone the other day who literally, now admittedly they're in their 20s, no idea about the Kavanaugh thing. Zero. And they vote. All right, so we're, Kavanaugh is made fun of, mocked and impugned for something he did in high school 30-some-odd years ago. And then this clip shows up of Barack Obama and what he did in high school. Yeah, I, I, I think I was a thug. <laughs> I would create a hundred or a thousand or a million young Barack Obamas or Michelle Obamas. Right. 
Of course, that, uh, you know, of course, that was just that's recently. That's a lot more than 72 virgins or 27 virgins, whatever it is. Yeah, right. 100,000. Michelles. Yeah, but— oh, And that would be like an Amazon woman army. <laughs> <laughs> Attack of the Amazons. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I was a thug. You know, here, here's the thing about that. Here's the thing. It's just you funny. interview any thug on the street. Go through Richmond. Go down a dark alley. You'll meet some thugs. Say, hey, the, do you oh. think at any given time did you think you were a thug? When did you know? <laughs> what when did you, you know for a fact Holy. that you were a thug? Yeah, I, the second I, you I became a thug. A, Thug. Or did you think about it for a while? I think I'm a thug. I think I'm a thug. That sounds like a kid's book. <laughs> can you climb that hill? I Mommy, think I'm a thug. I think you, I'm a thug. Can, can I think you, I'm a thug. Can you read that book tonight? I think I'm a thug. Really? Yeah. Brock, I'm, I'm going to write that book. That would be a fun book to write, but it would it would be a little a uh, little bit like the uh, coloring books at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag listen to the radio show. Thugs um, use foul language, Your Royal Majesty. Uh, coloring books are for dad. There's so many things it brings to mind when you say, I think I was a thug. Like, oh my God. This is Barack you did Obama. This, this, is a this? Two, this is a 2001 clip of There's Barack Obama. There's a requirement Obama. for being a thug. There are things you have, you have to, to do. do. It's thuggery 101. You know, that little lady that says, I swear that man's the one who robbed me. Maybe it was because he thinks he was a thug. But listen to him again. This is Barack Obama, 2001. And I'll put this in context for you. Something that Kavanaugh right now is accused of. He did not do. He did not do it. He's only accused of it. There's no evidence to suggest otherwise. And he's not acceptable for the court. Here was the former president of the United States. Yeah, I, I think I was a thug <laughs> for, uh, for a big part of my uh, growing up. Oh, my big part of my. By the way, what is that? Where did he go with that? The big part of my growing up? What? For, uh, for oh, a man. big part of my uh, growing up. I, now, is he on drugs now? Is he on drugs when he, had, when he did this? You and I are interviewing him, and he says that to us. Oh, my gosh. Oh really? What year? What age was that? How what, how old were you? Yeah. When did you become uh, growing up? When did you finally grow up out of your thuggery, self-proclaimed your, thuggery? Your Honor, Your Majesty. When? What year was that? I don't know. I'm just gonna make it up as I go along. <laughs> exactly <laughs> right. Oh my! This brings back that was memories. Perfect. That was so yeah, perfect. I, I, I think I was a thug, <laughs> <laughs> and yet he was president of the United States. Here is. Uh, Here's more of Barack Obama. In 2001, this video showed up this week when you start to um, you start to think about Kavanaugh, how he wasn't or he is not acceptable to the Supreme Court. Was Obama engaging in a lot of uh, uh, behavior that's not a, untypical of black males? Wait a minute. What is he saying? There's behavior not that's typical of black males? Boy, he sounds... What is he doing? Engaging in a lot of... Uh, uh, behavior that's not a, untypical of black males wow. across the country. You know, uh, I played a lot of basketball. That seems pretty, pretty stereotypical. Barack Obama, he's stereotyping young males. He says, "I think I was a thug, and I engaged in activities that are not untypical for black males." So is he saying that what black males are typically that sounds like what he's saying? But surely thugs? not. Could bra- you think they're walking down the street together? Say we thugs. <laughs> you think we're a thug? I don't know. Are we thugs? We're thugs. That's what he's saying. That is what he's saying. Barack Obama is a self. 
admitted thug and an expert in thuggery. And when we come back, we'll play this clip from you that will probably explain what that actually means. Barack Obama in his youth was worse than Kavanaugh. And remember, Kavanaugh didn't do anything. There's no evidence to suggest this. Here's Barack Obama admitting that his youth was suspect. Wait till you hear the next clip and your phone calls, 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW and now 92.7 FM. Men have, men have been getting on my nerves lately. <laughs> Making radio great again. It's the Lee Brothers. Well, if you ask me where I come from. The greatest country in the planet. Here's what I tell everyone. Oh, the Lee Brothers, 454-1366, 454-1366. Phone lines are open. Coming up at 335, the test on how you should vote. Now, we'll, we'll, we got a test. We'll, we'll uh, take the questions. We'll read them to you, and you can tell us how you answer, and I'll tell you exactly how to vote. I took the test, and it had me voting for Corey Stewart over Tim Kaine. By like, I think it was 96 to 4%. So the question I had is, how dare they give me 4% to Tim King? But we'll talk about that coming up. All right, so uh, the Supreme Court is uh, tied currently right now, 4 to 4. Uh, Kavanaugh, well, looks like he'll be voted on tomorrow for uh, the seat. And there's some cases that are pending, some unbelievable cases. Hopefully, we can share them with you in a second. But to think that Kavanaugh is unfit to be... Supreme Court justice makes you think about what we ran into this week with Obama. Here's a clip of Obama uh, in 2001 talking about his life when he was younger as a thug, self-proclaimed, self-professed, by the way. Here it is. I uh, got into fights. I uh, drank and did uh, and and, and consumed uh, substances that uh, weren't always legal. (laughs) <laughs> and still got elected president because nobody knew, nobody knew. Even if they knew he's a liberal, he gets away with that stuff. Yeah, we used Substance to go in the Lincoln bedroom and cut some lines of cocaine, you know. That uh, weren't always legal. Because I was a graduate. Uh, some of my behavior was self-destructive, you know. Like uh, what? I, yeah, I might uh, mm, like drink Robin a six-pack uh, in an hour before... Uh, uh, before going back to class, uh, things like that. Six pack in an hour. You notice how he talks like he's got a rush. It's like he's not even trying to clear his throat. He's either it's incredibly like he, thirsty or you want to be drunk and clear. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My thoughts exactly. I'm sitting here thinking. He does want to be. I wish I could belch on command because I'd be going. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I guess I can belch on six, command, can I, Mark? <laughs> a six pack uh, a six in an pack, hour. Uh, an hour. Six pack drink a six pack uh, in, in an, an hour. hour. He's proud of that. Who, who Very proud of that. A six pack in an hour. What president in history uh, in an hour? <laughs> what president in the history of the United States has ever come out and said, "I can drink a six pack in an hour"? <laughs> Just listen a little. Listen to what happens after he says he's got that little funny pause at the end. Drink a six pack uh, uh, in an hour before. Uh, <laughs> I like, I like the way he goes, <laughs> in an hour. <laughs> Thugs everywhere we're going. Uh, he's the man. An hour before. He's a man. It's almost like he's drunk then. Listen to how he's, he's saying it. It's almost like he's he's drunk as he's telling the story. 
drink a six pack uh, in an hour before uh, uh, before going back to class. Uh, things like that. <laughs> things like that. You know, Barack Obama, pure as a wind driven snow. Nothing wrong with him. He should be a speaking of snow. Of the they cut lines in the Lincoln bedroom. What are you? I don't know. That's what don't they know call. That. I refuse don't to they, go down that path. Call, I don't know the answers to those things. I don't know. I wouldn't. Don't I wouldn't they call suspect. cocaine snow though? I don't know. I'm not up to date. Mark, you know, don't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're not up to date. Don't let's be silly. This this <laughs> Kavanaugh. Listen to some comments that that some women are saying about this Kavanaugh incident, and it's it's unbelievable because now we know we have the FBI FBI investigation that essentially says there's nothing here. Um, Kavanaugh. There's no evidence to suggest that anything happened. There, there's, there's really nothing. I think there is a federal bureau, like an FBA, like you said originally, federal bureau of agencies. Here, here's what I've got a boatload of agencies. Here's what one of the. You know how many they have? Yeah. How many? A lot. A lot. A lot. A lot. Uh, I was asking you because I don't. I don't. Know. I don't know. Lot. I don't have any. Answers Mark, you know. <laughs> <laughs> federal bureau of agency, FBA. Look, buddy, I'm doing a broadcast. Do you mind? <laughs> oh, we're on the air? I thought this was a practice session. I wonder if they had badges. Yeah, FBA. You do want a badge. I want a badge. I want somebody to give me a badge. Listen to what one woman said about this whole thing. She said, a woman stood up before the nation and confronted her deepest, darkest memories and trauma, and the country stared back and said, even if it happened to you, we don't care. That never happened. Nobody no, no, said, no that. said that. Nobody stood up and said that. No one even thinks that. Nobody. No nobody that. looks at Ford and goes, "Well, even if it happened, we don't care." No. Nobody. Well, unless. Unless. No, you're wrong there. Unless you're a thug, nobody no, thinks true. that. Thugs think that way. Yeah, that's that is. The, uh, uh, yeah, no, I, we have I, the I classical. Was, yeah, we have yeah, a classical the thug. thug. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we, we could ask him. Thug. Thugs <laughs> think that way. Nobody thug. else. So in other words, if you think that way, you don't have to think you're a thug. You are one. Thug. <laughs> thug. Thug. So, I like the way he says thug. Well, you got to put it in context. In context. Yeah, I, I, I think I was a thug. See the way he says it? Thug. That's a good, it's actually, when you say it like that. Thug. That's good. See, he, they have a pronunciation class. They teach all thugs. Thug. Uh, thug. <laughs> if they slow it down, it's like thug. Here's, here's, it's a guh on the end. Guy said guh. This is, uh, is Barack Obama <laughs> suited to be president of the United States with this kind of background? Why did you bring this up before? What? Why he did just he? got out of the White House. Did this, nobody tell you? This is a clip from 2001, mind you. So He's going thug. off looking for a thousand <laughs> Michelle Obamas. Thug. Man, I hope he doesn't find them because that would be an un, that would be an unstoppable <laughs> army of Amazon women. <laughs> Your phone they're, calls they're next. They're tall. They're like, what is she, six foot seven? Four, five, four, 1366. Four, five, four, 1366. Lee Brothers. Heels. 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. I would create a hundred or a thousand or a million young Barack Obamas or Michelle Obamas. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers. A20 WNTW. Lee Brothers sitting here outside the capital of the Commonwealth. 
listening to Obama self-proclaimed thuggery. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think I was a thug. <laughs> I think I was a thug during so my perfect. years in the White House. It's so let's, perfect. Let's play that, and then you have to say something at the end. You mean, okay, well, you're very good at this, not me. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think I was a thug. During my many years in the White House. Okay, you got more, you got more <laughs> in that? Up. All right, hang on. Yeah, I I think I was a thug. Sitting in Reverend Wright's church every Sunday morning, (laughs) knowing the man owns porn shops and gay clubs. Yeah, I I think I was a thug. When I met Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I think I was a thug. For sure, when I met her dad. All right, one more. Ready? Can you do another one? Right, this is fun. Yeah, I, I think I was a thug. Riding in Air Force One everywhere <laughs> I wanted to go. That's correct. No matter what it costs. No all matter right. how much we had to spend to get all of those fighter jets up around me. All right, check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. There we, uh, you click on the Lee Brothers, takes you to our page. There's an Abigail Spamberger ad that you've got to see it. We'll talk about it at 4 o'clock, but you got to see it there. And how to vote, we got that test coming up. We're going to take your phone calls, 454-1366. Take the test. We'll tell you how to vote. Of course, we'll tell you that anyway. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Because we're good. Representing the end of political correctness. It's the Lee Brothers. We built this city. We built this city. You know, growing up, I always thought I was wrong. But I was mistaken. No. I was right every time. Mm -hmm. I didn't ever think I was a thug, though. Virginia citizens in American page, just outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother. Sitting to my left. left, sometimes it's far left. This is Richard Lee. Yeah. All right, 454-1366. Phone lines are open, 454-1366. John, the Latino Lee brother. In Chesterfield, you are on. Well, days, gentlemen. Hey, I got a couple yeah. of questions. You listen to this Barack Obama interview from 2001. What does a teenage Hawaiian living thug look like? Uh, because that's where he has spent his teen years. And I just can't picture this guy. I mean, he was skinny as an adult. He had to be a pencil neck geek in high school that couldn't sink a hoop at, at point blank range. And all the fights he got in, he had to lose. I mean, he had to be the beat on from the whole school. Maybe he's a ninja and we just don't know it. (laughs) (laughs) It it could happen. I I see your point, but, you know. Can can you imagine the locals, the the homegrown uh, Hawaiians? You know, bro, you you have Howie, you have homeboy. What do we call you? You know? Good point. Maybe he, thought, thug. maybe he thought maybe they were just afraid of him because he was from Kenya. Thug. <laughs> a Kenyan thug is a bad apple. Oh, Melajama. Thanks, oh, bad apple. Thanks, John. Appreciate the call, buddy. Thanks, As brother. always, 454-1366. Phone lines, 454-1366. Chief Joe from Williamsburg, you're on with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. 
Hey guys, I know you guys are, are having a good turn at Obama, uh, and I could go on for hours about him, but I just wanted to touch on the Supreme Court today and what's going on there. You know, in accordance with the constitutional traditions of our republic, this nomination and the nomination of any uh, Supreme Court justice should be about as much as the person who is the president, the vice president of the United States. It should matter about as much as a bucket of warm spit. Okay. The simple fact of the matter is, in 1803, John Marshall, the um, the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, through the Marbury versus Madison decision, abrogated power and made the Supreme Court unconstitutionally the basically the most powerful branch of government, where Madison had designed it to be the least powerful. Their job That's is right. supposed to be the, their job was supposed to be to determine what the law says, not whether it's legal. I heard a uh, Breyer's or who was it? Uh, the, one of the Supreme Court uh, retired Supreme Court justices saying uh, the Kavanaugh should not be on the court because of this disposition. Well, I'm sitting here going, you know what? It shouldn't make a difference who sits on the court because all they should be arguing is what the law says, not whether it's legal. We, not the judges, we, the people, through who we elect, ultimately determine what is constitutional and what is not. And until we take that power back, until we find a way, and the way is in the Constitution in Article 3, Section 2, the Congress can literally take anything it wants out of the jurisdiction of the, of the Supreme Court, can literally legislate it out of there. Now, that changes with each thing, with each Congress. Well, sure but it does. You could, but yeah. you could legislate there. That you could, they're supposed to be a check, but we never see them do it. So now you know right. why, and Joe, you're exactly right. Now you know why the left is so adamant about this, because they know they're not going to win legislatively. In fact, nothing that has been passed was passed, or uh, uh, that that what they're arguing about was passed in the legislature. It was the Supreme Court that gave them all the things that they cherish. Isn't that interesting? Now you know why Kavanaugh can't win, or Kavanaugh can't be confirmed because Kavanaugh. It's not that Kavanaugh did this to a woman. They know it's not true. Also, they saw the FBI report. They can't have Kavanaugh on the Supreme Court because he's a threat to the things they believe in their mind. Kavanaugh will do what is supposed to be done. Look at the law and judge what it states, not make new law. Joe's exactly right. But when you get into that kind of story about, you know, what happened with Marshall and the whole thing way back, I mean, people just check out on that. Right now, they're so concerned. In fact, this liberal women of Chesterfield on CNN last night, one of them said, I'm scared to death of Kavanaugh. Wow. What a warped view of how our country is supposed to work. If you're scared of one man who's sitting on the Supreme Court, there is a huge problem with the way our country is going. There is such an a, uh, ignorant electorate. It's scary. Woodrow Wilson National Fellowship Foundation just released a poll that said one in three Americans could pass a 10-question citizen test. We have people voting who don't know simple things about our country. Are you saying that we should gather up all the thugs off the street and test them? And deport them if they can't pass a 10-question test? That's an idea. No, I didn't say that. If we had done that, Barack Obama would never been president. I'm just telling you that I am concerned about the way people vote. They're voting on things they don't understand. 72% of the people in in this study... Are you just Either now figuring this out? Incorrectly identified or weren't sure which states were part of the 13 original colonies. 
72%. Only 24% could correctly identify one thing Benjamin Franklin was famous for. That's because they're not being taught history. History to... Only 24%. History to the majority of the people running these schools think that's not important. They don't think it, it should matter where it came from. I like old things. I like Their old nostalgia. stories. 24% knew the correct answers as to why the colonists fought the British. Only 24%. I have an antique in my pocket. I have antiques out in the car. I'm an antique myself. I mean, I like old stuff. Well, I like to hear about history. History was my... thing I've ever heard. I yeah. loved history in school. I really did. I liked hearing about sure. the way things were. And, well, and, how, about, how about history of the founding of our country? Why we're here? Exactly. If we as a people do not understand the, the original Constitution and, and why the Declaration. Was that way. Exactly. And why the Constitution was written in the Declaration of Independence. And why they don't understand these things. A lot of kids on the street today, you stop and ask them, they don't know what those documents even mean. They have no idea. In this study, 13% of Americans cannot recall when the Constitution was ratified. Most say 1776 which means they can't keep the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence straight. I'm surprised they say so. I'm surprised they go back that far. I'm surprised they don't say 1964. I'm surprised we don't hear ridiculous, and I'm sure you would get ridiculous answers from, how could you, from some people because they don't get, they're not being taught. How can you vote on anything any politician says, if you don't understand the foundation of the Constitution and the Declaration and the Federalist Paper, how do you know? That's why I've always said you should have a test before you vote. You have to read the read a paragraph. Do it in a paragraph form. One paragraph about what this issue is. If you're voting on the issues, you're voting for the people who stand for these, you have to read a six or seven page document nice. and answer questions on there. And then at the end of reading this thing, you're not kidding. <laughs> hey, I had an ulterior motive there. You just blew it for me. But anyway, you'd weed out the, the non-knowers, the non-believers. Or the non-carers. I'm not yeah. going to read anything. I have to read or something. Or the non-Americans. All you I want. Weed them out. People's, all I want. This country, it's a different country. Other countries don't have a heritage like ours. Of course You know, the not. Middle East, they have a heritage of somebody going, blah, 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 and chopping off somebody's head. That's it. Oh, wow. And yeah. there's our country. Yeah, hate Americans, and oh, by the way, blah, 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 right. whack. I mean, America, we have history. We have a heritage. We have a, a story to tell. For a purpose. A story to tell and a purpose. And a cause. Yes. Like Washington put in almost every one of his writings, the cause. He actually referred to, be American, to it as the cause. You should have to want to know these things to be an American. But you, you don't. You would have to why want do you to think, know why this country was formed why and why it's here with a Statue of Liberty out there saying, right, come but on here's down the, deal. the street, you're the next contestant on but, Let's Be an American. But here's the deal. The reason so many people like uh, Abigail Spanberg or Tim Kaine resonate is because people don't understand they're like the Constitution or the limits of the federal government or what Article One, Section 8 even says, nope. enumerated powers. They don't have any idea. They're like part of the British government that wants to take your money. Well, there is a segment of the the ignorant electorate. And I say ignorant, and it's a fine word because you just don't know. There's a, there's a segment of those people who really think it's the role of government to take care of them. The argument right now is about a brat 
taken away health care. It's unconscionable to me to think that a government so big that could give you health care has the power to take it away, yet none of the left even sees that. They actually see Brat going up there and taking something they have. No. He'll open a drawer in the middle of the night and snag your it, health care. It's I'm just surprised ridiculous. That's not what their questions, I mean, their commercials say because— right. And, and he doesn't think, have the power to do jack. And to think that he does, the, the liberals actually want someone to have that kind of power. What the liberals ought to be ashamed of and shocked at is that the federal government can actually do those things. What are you talking about? Shouldn't it be appalling to us to think that someone could go to Washington, D.C. and take away my health care? I don't make, want that. They want to make this like a monarchy, like a socialist monarchy. Well, they do. All right, so they here's do. some help. Here's the help the Lee brothers are going to provide. I'm looking at a test right now. Hashtag my VA candidate. It's the Senate race. We got a list of 16 questions we're going to ask when we get back from this break. It'll tell us exactly who to vote for based on these questions. And if you call in, we'll ask them of you. 454 1366. 454 1366. Lee brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Our version of the Federalist Papers, without all that reading, it's the Lee brothers. My daddy served in the army We lost his right eye But he flew a flag out in our yard Till the day that he died He wanted my mother You know the song? My brother, my sister and me Th- This is the passion for America I feel is missing so much You know, and we go to vote It's like not even there anymore all right, so there's this test. Um, more than passion's missing. A lot of things are missing, and it's it's by design. Right. The people that are teaching our children, it's by design. So if you have uh, had your head in the sand, don't understand the issues, and wonder if you're going to vote for Tim Kaine or Corey Stewart, there's a there's a Damn test. MyVACandidate.com. Damn it. MyVACandidate.com. And you go there, and there's a list of 16 questions. And you just simply yes or no questions. And at the end, it tells you exactly who your candidate is. So if you want to have some fun with this, uh, 454-1366. 454-1366. Joseph from Suffolk, you're on 820 WNTW and 92.7 FM with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Hey, what's up, man? How are you? Yeah, good. Uh, hey. Good. Thanks for asking. Hey, um... Yeah, I like to take the test, but let me uh, throw this real quick. You were talking about stupid voters. Here, here's some of the stupidest that just happened recently. Remember the, I think it was a red chicken restaurant or, or Red Hen Lexington. <laughs> red Hen. Well, a bunch, like a red chicken, that, a, yeah. a bunch of white guys were going to go ahead and put um, American flags. They're going to hold them out in front of Maxine Waters' um, office in California. You remember that, right? Yep. And then a bunch of their voters said, that ain't going to happen. They went and burned the American flag because they hate America. Now, here's the stupid part to that. First off, Maxine Waters said, you know, I don't condone it. Okay, now I guess that was supposed to be good. But the stupid thing is this. These people that burned that flag because they hate America just went through eight years of Obama and Maxine Waters, and they're still upset. But Maxine Waters has been, what, the representative for 25, 30 years? Why are they upset with with America? They should be upset with Maxine Waters. Of course, of course, but they're not. No, they're just so brainwashed. That's true. They are brainwashed. All right, Joseph, let's take this test. I got 16 questions for you. It's going to give you exactly who to vote for, either Tim Kaine or Corey Stewart. My guess is you probably already know who you're going to vote for, but this is going to help uh, some of our listeners and yourself in case you have any questions. All right, so question number one, do you favor offshore drilling along Virginia's coastline? Yes or no? 
Yes. And um, by the way, some of these questions are, are interesting. You need to kind of just work through them. Would you vote to confirm a Supreme Court nominee who, who you believe would overturn Roe v. Wade? Yes no. or no? Yes. Good. I answered the same way you did. Do you favor a pathway to citizenship for some immigrants who enter the U.S. illegally but have paid taxes and passed a background check? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Do you support a ban on assault weapons? That's all it says. It doesn't define an assault weapon. All it says, do you support a ban on assault weapons? No. Okay, good. Would you re- vote to repeal? Hey, I'm, I'm, laying my, I'm laying my soul out right now. Yeah, I can tell. All, we, pre- all to hear. Right. we appreciate that, Joseph. <laughs> Would you vote to repeal the Affordable Care Act? Yes or no? I repeal the yeah, I would uh, repeal it, yes. Okay. And then New York. Do you, do you support congr- the Congress decision to free smaller banks from some of the strict rules passed in the wake of the 2008 financial crisis? Yes. Agree completely. Oh, yes. Do you support yeah. raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour, yes or no? no? No. Richard, he's answering, not you. Do you support... <laughs> Do you he's, su- hey, he's my he's, he's my Ed McMahon. He's your conscience, right? He's your Ed McMahon. Do yeah. you support <laughs> Do you support federal decriminalization of marijuana, leaving the decision to individual states? Yes or no? Yeah, yeah man. Oh, sorry. In order to fund a bill a bill authorizing fifty billion to expand health care for veterans, Congress should first cut spending elsewhere, increase taxes, or no position. Multiple choice. Wow. Uh. Let's hear those uh, answers again. No, no, no. Get rid of the taxes from um, from other places. You mean cut spending? Cut spending. And I'd like to be on the board. I'd like to be the one who's uh, who's overseeing that. Yeah, I, I would too. Scott you, wants to be the woman on the board. Ne- next question. Oh, I meant on the board. Sorry. And I just want to see some women at the table. <laughs> <laughs> Do you support? Here's the next question. Uh, Joseph, do you support rolling back gas mileage standards for automobiles? Yes or no? Yes. Good answer. Yes. Do you support federal funding for Planned Parenthood? Yes or no? No. No. Do you support imposing tariffs on our trading partners, foes and allies alike? Yes or no? Yes. Yes? Yes. You do, Okay. What, what? That's fine. No, no, it's yeah, good. Not, We're good. We're good. Do you support? Here's the next question. Do you support executive? You. Do you support executive orders by President Trump to lift some Affordable Care Act rules? Yes or no? Yes. Do you? Th- We're almost done. Do you think Congress should spend billions to build a wall on the southern border? Hell yeah. Okay, that's not one of the answers. Just yes, but that'd be fine. No. <laughs> uh, do you support the pa- the package of tax cuts approved by Congress last year? Yes. Let's see, number 15 of 16. Do you consider it necessary to amend the U.S. Constitution to state that no law shall be denied to abridge an account of gender? In other words, this is the, um, this is the, uh, the Equal, um, Equal uh, Rights Act, which is a, the big feminist act. So yes or no? You, yeah, no. Okay, mm-hmm. good. No. And then uh, the final, oh, that is the final one. Here it is. Your answer to vote, 94% of your answers support Corey Stewart, 19% Tim Kaine. Joseph, thanks for participating. Great job. Your phone call's next. You are an honorary Lee Brother. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW and 92.7 FM. Kind, compassionate, and tolerant. Oh, wait. That's a different show. The Lee Brothers. I am your man of steel over here. Because I believe in American steel. Good for you. I'm built by it. Good. Perfect. Built from it. 
All right, coming up, David Bratt caught Abigail Spanberger at his town hall endorsing more regulation, more taxes, bigger government. We've got that video. We'll talk like about that coming claps, up. Clapping her leg. Clapping her leg. And, uh, and of course, uh, David Brett's home was ransacked, not ransacked, but harassed by teenage leftist liberal pukes. That's more. All that dead ahead in your phone calls. 8454. I'm going to clap by slapping you in the face. 1366. 454. 1366. We are the Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Women of Chesterfield. They were on CNN last night. Oh, it was a fluff piece. You know, fake news. No, what? Fluff piece. It was phenomenal. We'll share that with you. Should uh, should we force women onto corporate boards? California says yes. That should be fun. And Spanberger. Spanberger caught applauding higher taxes and more regulation. That's next. Virginia Citizens. In American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show in the capital of the Commonwealth. The Lee Brothers, my name's Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this lovely, lovely Friday afternoon. It's always a beautiful Friday afternoon because it's Friday. Most people get to get home and stay home all weekend long if they want to. Good. Then others. If they want to. Others have to work. It's called freedom. So those of us who get to stay home all weekend long can go out and bother those who have to work. They're already angry. Maybe. Nip it in the bud. They're already angry out there because they had to work and they see all these people around them. And they're all backed up on the highway right now, by the way. And they're backed up on the highway right now. All right, That's a traffic report. Why are you doing traffic report? I I didn't. I just made it. Okay, there will only be weather at 15 after the hour because... Scott took care of himself did. to tell you. Traffic. If you're going somewhere on the highway. I, you know what? People know. I'm just going to tell you. Not so much today. They They're sitting there. They know. You know why? Here's your traffic. There's traffic out there. All right. Five o'clock. Rubberneckers. Um, here's an idea. Stop looking. Stanton, uh, Virginia, is imposing a new school name because Robert E. Lee is offensive. We'll talk about that in the debate between Tim Kaine and Corey Stewart. That's all at five o'clock. And, of course, your phone calls, 454-1366. 454-1366. How could anyone with the last name of Lee be offensive other than Scott? Who could, you know, who? There is a, uh, there's a new ad. That I don't know if you've seen it. I don't know that it hit the TV yet. We posted it on our Facebook page. We also put it on our page at 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. It's we Abigail. Hacked it. We hacked it. It's it, awesome. It's Abigail Spamberger in the front row of a Congressman Bratt town hall meeting. Now, this was the town hall meeting that was quite honestly disgusting, rude. Uh, the left showed their complete tolerance. They showed their true colors. They did. They are a hateful group that booed a prayer, that booed that rights come from God. This is the same group. Abigail Spamberger on the front row cheering these things. The video shows Abigail Spamberger cheering certain things that the left and liberals would love. Meanwhile, Abigail Spanberger paints herself as some kind of nonpartisan, uh, I just want everyone to get along candidate, and she is far from that. Here is the ad. 
We'll try to have a photographic tongue to explain it as we go through it. Here it is. How many people want to see individual income tax rate reductions for you in the room? Abigail Spanberger is saying no to that. It's the third voice in there. You can hear it. <laughs> Here I'll, do, I'll, I'll, I'll do my impersonation. No. How's that? Was that impressive? Congressman Maybe Bratt. Get, no. Congressman no. Bratt asked, no. how many of you want to see personal income no. tax reductions? And Abigail Spanberger says, no. And no. In the, as if that's a disaster. No. Oh, no. And so exactly. this is the ad. That's running. You can find it on our on our page at uh, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Libras. Here's the rest of it. How many people want to see tax increases to fund more programs? Yes. How many people want to see tax increases to fund more programs? Who would say yes to that? Abigail Spanberger is saying yes to that and applauding that. It's on the video. You can see it. This woman's true colors are being shown here. Colors. And you don't see that in co- co- the ads co- she colors. runs because the true ads colors. she runs are radically nonpartisan and fluffy. Colors. This woman co- 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 is colors. saying colors. no to that. Here's, here's the question again and her answer. How many people want to see tax increases to fund more programs? Who would want that? I just don't. Who I would Spanberger would want that and people that are yes. her fan. The left wants that. In other words, they want to see more tax increases to fund more government programs. It's unbelievable. Scott, she was with the CIA. <laughs> exactly. That is, you know, Central Intelligence Agency. Don't they say that's kind of like a play on words or something? I don't know. Intelligence Agency? Here's the rest of the ad. That was my ad. <laughs> Once again, Abigail Spangberg is on the front row screaming no. People behind her sitting there going, I think I was kind of a thug. I'm not sure. It could happen. How many of you want to see? I'm here because I was a thug and I'm being paid to be here. How many of you want to see corporate income tax reductions? Abigail Spangberg yells no. So you know, let's get this straight. Abigail doesn't want an income tax reduction. She doesn't. She wants to raise taxes for more government programs, and she does not want a corporate tax cut. This is you can see the video of her applauding these things. You know what corporate tax cuts? Corporate tax cuts do for you gives them the ability to give you a raise. Gives them the ability to lower prices. Actually, lower prices. Here's an idea. Gives them ability to hire more people. That's why. No, no, no. no, Oh, oh, I'm wrong. Corporate corporate tax cuts are are for the rich and the wealthy. See, they go, ooh, we get to keep more money. That's not. That's not true. That's not why they give them. You know what? They usually attach some federal government requirements onto these corporate tax cuts for these big corporations. Evil. The evil ones. Uh, They put requirements that they have to lower prices. Or they have to hire more people. They have to do things with the tax cut. Well, the Trump corporation has to spend the money in an appropriate way, or they're not going to get the tax appropriate. cut. I like that. I'm so glad the government's there to decide what's appropriate. Um, well, this I- government that's in power today is far more capable of deciding what's appropriate than the previous government that thought they were a thug. What? We don't want any government to decide what's appropriate. It's not their job. No, we don't, but they do it anyway. So which would you rather have, the thug? Well, of course or not. The, or of the course. guy that squashes thugs with the 
tips of his sho- shoes every day. Which right. would you rather I, have? I didn't. I, that's not even a fair. That's it I, is no fair. And you and I are going to duke it out. Or or no, 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 no. So here's the rest of the. Here's Let's the rest. Steal. Here's the next question by Congressman Bratt to Abby Spamberger sitting in the front row and all the other leftists at the town hall. How many people want to see more federal government regulation? Once again, Abigail Spamberger is cheering that. Well, there's portions of the federal government regulation I'd like to see more of where they regulate themselves. Okay. And well, that's not what Abigail They don't mess with businesses. Spanberger just endorsed more government regulations from the bureaucracy in a far-off land we call Washington, D.C. Did this you two woman, have a fight or something? This woman, who? You and, and Abigail. You, you used to call her Abby. Yeah, now I'm, you're I'm, calling her Spanberger. Yeah, no, I'm not going to call her Abby anymore. So after seeing this see video, her, after seeing this video, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. She's gonna walk up and slap you in the face. No, <laughs> she, no, she can. No, this is a legitimate, legitimate policy difference between the left and the right. This is you and Abby. Abigail believes in this video that's already expressed right now. We can see it. Me and my that pet government squirrel. ought to be bigger, more regulated, involved in your life. This is what you'll get. If Abigail Spanberger would have some miracle upset and beats Congressional Congressman uh, Bratt, that's just unbelievable to me. And people need to see this video. You need to understand what is happening here. I mean, here, here's the here's the question again, and the rest of the ad. How many people want to see more federal government regulation? Everybody asks for town halls so we can have civil discourse, so that's what we're trying to do. Abigail Spanberger. Higher taxes, more government regulations, more wasteful Washington spending. It's liberal Abigail Spanberger versus Virginia, and we can't afford to lose. Amen. Wake up to this. I mean, wake up in District 7, people. This liberal women running around Chesterfield want more of this. This is a disaster for liberty. Liberal when, women of Chesterfield, call us. We want to hear from you already tried. right now. All right, 454-1366. enough of people not answering the phones this There's week. There's another ad coming up. We'll play that for you and take your phone calls. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream. It's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Democrat Senator Joe Manchin from West Virginia has just uh, agreed to vote for Kavanaugh. This just came across. We also have Susan Collins says she will vote for Kavanaugh. So Kavanaugh is uh, with with the, just those two right there. It looks like Kavanaugh will be uh, the next Supreme Court justice on a vote tomorrow. Is what they're what is right. currently scheduled. So that's a good thing. Something I predicted. Months ago. I think we that all did with the and Senate. I was correct in my Can, assumption. The Senate. And I am a psychic. The Here's Senate. Mr. Know-it-all. The Senate is uh, run by Republicans, so it's not like you, a sir. big deal. It really wasn't that hard. I knew it was going to happen. The Senate controlled by They threw everything at him they could. Rocks, mud, sticks. Lots of mud. Tree limbs. This, Other uh, liberals that weren't you know, it's a, sh- it's, it's a shame about politics and how, how toxic it has become. And it's become that way from the left. And teens, a bunch of teenagers were caught on camera harassing Congressman Brett's family at his house when his daughter was home. 
They left a note on the door, rot in hell. Let's see. Um, that's that's just pure stupidity. Now, do you think that's an echo of what they hear in their household? Oh, sure. Or do you think those no kids question. are smart enough to care what's going on in politics? There, it's an today? echo of the radical left. It's a it's an echo of the Spanberger Democrats. Now, to in fairness, Spanberger rejected this outright and said this is not acceptable. We don't condone this at all. Um, but it's consistent with liberalism. It absolutely is consistent with that. So no one's shocked just, by this. This is exactly what the left does. They're, I'm, I'm they're full of hate, it. and they're the, most, they're the most tolerant. Life is too short to just be a jackass. Uh, you know, and these kids are, are learning. Maybe that's a merit badge for the jackass scouts or something. Who knows? That's pathetic, though. The way the country is headed is, is, is unbelievable. Again, they should... You know, you know you life is short, too short to go around. We we would have never done no. anything and like here's that. The deal. We would love until to have probably six months ago. Now, now Scott's <laughs> got court coming up because he got caught. No, here's the deal. You we, don't get caught. We love we love Just the kidding. debate of kidding. politics, but I don't hate my liberal person beside me either. And I'm the one that's going to court soon, not him. <laughs> you know, what I mean, I don't hate. You still but, gonna be a but, character, but, but here's the deal: right. the left. The left has painted Republicans as evil. So the left can look at a Republican and go rot in hell. Don't you think it's just pure evil to sit around plotting with your puke friends? Well, to, look, how, to, how to come up with things and portray the, uh, the right as evil? I mean, that's evil in itself. Well, sure it is. But when you have ads like this, this is another attack ad on Congressman Bratt. This is an ad about how Bratt wants to take away health care. Now, if you believe that, if you believe that it's idiot. okay that a congressman idiot. or a senator should have any kind of ability to take anything away from you, then you know nothing. Then, then this is what is wrong. That's why liberals should join us. They have no doesn't, power. Doesn't it scare you that a congressman or a senator could even come close to taking anything away from you? This has been my argument all along. They have should, no power. It, it, the power of one is nothing. Healthcare is not insurance. No, no, it's not. Insure. I mean. Uh, insurance is not health care, is my point. That's not. That's what you said. No, I understand that. But insurance it's, itself is not health care. It's a way to pay for health care. Right. That's all it is. Here's this attack ad on Congressman Bratt. Congressman Bratt, things aren't getting done in Washington. And you putting your party and big donors over Virginians. That's not helping. How is he doing that? That's also a giant pile <laughs> of dinosaur. That, that, Crap is so old, it's dino dog. I know, it's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. It's not even happening. I can't even give an example of that. Anyway. Like when you voted to end protections for people with pre-existing conditions. Or voted for what AARP calls an age tax on older Virginians. Now, isn't it amazing? An age tax. That is complete crap. It's, it's, it's so... It's so ridiculous. It's actually funny. It sounds like a, a, like a parody ad or something. Because that is... That is crazy. Let's finish the ad here. Hang on. What were you thinking? I'm thinking about a representative who will make my health care more affordable. How? What congressman or senator will make your health care more affordable? None! Find one who's going to get on the phone and lobby for that, and maybe maybe you'll find one. But But that's that's not even how it happens. That's not what they do. Even if you lobby for it, you're not going to lower health care costs? That's what I meant. They'll have to call the health care companies and say, hey, come on. 
you know, throw me a bone. It's not how they're. It's not I how use they're this to get in this office. Throw me a bone. It's not drop how it's your done. Prices a dollar. This is a I'm asking for a dollar. That's why it's so ridiculous. Because the way to lower health care costs has nothing to do with Washington D.C. or what Congressman Brad has the authority to do. He is a phenomenal, phenomenal man, phenomenal public servant, Can't and he is a, a huge asset to the state of Virginia, to the residents of Virginia. Right. And if you don't see that, you, you've got a lot to learn. 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW, 92.7 FM. Making radio great again. It's the Lee Brothers. There we go. It's like, what happened? <laughs> he did what I asked him to do. All right, check us out at 820theanswer.com. 820 theanswer.com click on the lee brothers takes you to our page you'll see the abigail ad that we're talking about the spamberger ad that she applauds more regulation from washington dc she applauds that she champions it and she also applauds that corporations should not get a cut or that you shouldn't get a cut there should be no cuts there should only be increases she applauds that she applauds an increase in taxes And and that surprises you what surprises me is people realizing that this lady just wants to take more of your money and spend more money more government create more debt for our government and put more controls over your everyday life regulations you're right she applauded regulations in the end and you don't get it how could any bobblehead sit there and say if you if you put it back to him in, in simpler terms she wants to turn you into a little liberal puppet well, she, she wants your pay. Here's she wants thing. in taxes. The, the mindset of the left is simple. You take can't do it. Me. You can't do it. Let us do it. Take, we'll take care of we'll you. Take we'll care raise of you. your kids. Right. Speaking of liberalism, liberal women of Chesterfield County were on CNN last night. We challenge you to join the Lee Brothers. We'll talk, we have the clips. We'll play those for you next. Your there's phone only two of us. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. There's actually... Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454-1366. This is music makes you get out of your chair and dance. Just after 434 in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers, sitting here in Chester, Virginia. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes as far left. Right now, I'm getting down to this funky town music. Is Richard Lee. Yeah, let's get down to some funky tunes. All right, phone oh, lines. We're not spending this. Sorry, we're spending phone lines are open, 454-1366. Please call. We want someone to talk to. 1366. Liberal women. We are not doing it. Of Chesterfield. We what, dare a, what a fine you to group. Call. We dare you to call. Liberal women of Chesterfield. Any member. Well, look, here's we the don't deal. Care. I've reached out to this 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 lady called Kim. Let's ask the strongest, most powerful, knowledgeable, bobblehead, I mean uh, lady in the group to call no, us. No, I'm sure they're they're fine women. They're they're great people. They really are. They just Kim Drew Wright is, is the woman I reached out to on multiple occasions to join us on the air. I think she's think kind of the, brick, maybe? the the chairman of this group, I'm I'm sure. Kind of like a mailbox post. Yeah. And she is um 
hard. She's, would. She just won't respond back to to us, to nobody from these groups. I've asked the Democrats of Chesterfield to come on. I've asked the Virginia Democrat uh, chairman to come on. Nobody wants to come on the radio and talk to us about these issues. I don't know why. Maybe they think they're not going to get a fair shake or whatever well, it might I'd be. I'd like to say something to them. Muck, 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 ah, no, I don't know muck, if that's muck, it. I, I just, ah, why would, what are they afraid muck, of? Muck, muck. There's nothing to be afraid of. They can come on and say whatever they want, defend anything they want to at any this line item they want. Just busy laying eggs like all chickens do. <laughs> Gosh. Okay. Muck, 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 muck. Turns out CNN caught muck, wind. Muck. Of these liberal CNN women broke wind. That's disgusting. Hey, that's a... <laughs> we hate. What's that say? We what? We hate. We hate Trump. Uh, here is um, here's the part of the CNN broadcast last night. Hi, how are you? Heads up, Virginia lovers. If you get a knock in the next few weeks before the midterm elections, yeah. there's a pretty good chance you will meet the liberal women of Chesterfield County and The liberal beyond. women of Chesterfield I would, I, County. I wish they'd knock You're going to meet them. They're going to knock. They're going to knock, and you're going to open the door and go, Ah! I don't have any candy to give out. Halloween hasn't got here yet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, so... They'll knock on your door. Uh, <laughs> I guess they're going door by door and knocking. I wish they would knock on mine. Hey, you know what? We should get someone to dress their kids up as the liberal women. Oh, that's perfect. That's that would perfect. be hilarious. That, it? That's the uh, Halloween scary. That's yeah, perfect. more doors slammed in their faces I'm gonna have than my, anything. I'm going to have my daughter dress up as... <laughs> Exactly. Liberal, the liberal women of Chesterfield. CNN continued to. I've got to, a witch hat. I'll let you borrow. <laughs> that's, that's not. That's not nice. That's not. That's funny. I put LWC it's across the front. In fact, it's already on there. I think I stole it from a liberal woman of Chesterfield. This time you have gone too far. You know these liberal women. <laughs> doesn't that sound? I mean, when you hear liberal women of Chesterfield, honestly, what's the one of the things that pops in your head is not like this. No, no. <laughs> it's like no. I, I'm a very visual guy. <laughs> I've stopped getting nauseous and chi- getting chills when I say liberal women of Jezebel. <laughs> All right, let's stick with the issues. Come on, we'll be polite. Here's the rest with of the issues. The CNN. Uh, In fact, they're the issue. Continues. There's a pretty good chance you will meet the liberal women of Chesterfield County and beyond. How many of you were politically active before? Nope. Okay, so uh, none. Yeah, How I don't many? even like politics. <laughs> don't even. Okay, they don't even like politics. Well, that's because they that's don't know anything about it. Why and it's a perfect fit for them. They really don't know anything about politics. What they care about is more government involvement instead of taking care of themselves and freedom and liberty. They want the federal government to do things. They don't. They don't understand politics. All they know is bigger government is better government, which I never figured out. Bigger government means less freedom. By definition, has to be. When government gets bigger, your freedoms get smaller. That's how it works. They call it the liberal women of Chesterfield because a name like, oh, I don't know, something like, don't do it. We're the women who don't know squat <laughs> about politics or other things, and we will work free for liberal puke candidates. That's why we come around and scare the bejeebies out of you. When we knock, or actually we, we used to scratch with our claws on the door, it didn't work. So now we knock because we were taught by these, these, these great liberal puke politicians. We don't know anything. Right. We don't know Jack. I, I don't think they do either. And we heard Jack's a pretty nice guy, but we don't know him. They, they have, 
they're really on high on emotions and a hateful for, and a hate for a power trip. They're sea hags no, on a power trip. No, they they have <laughs> such hate for Trump that it drives everything they are with no And they don't know anything about no, him. Right. Here here we go. Except, oh, that man, he 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 touched women. Here we go. Here's more of the CNN last night. How many of you were politically active before? Nope. Yeah. I don't even like politics. <laughs> when is this going to end? Let me proudly my leg. Liberal is a bold move around these parts. Seems bold move. But a mom named Kim found that you tend to get bold when you get mad. Tell me the origin story of I the liberal women of Chesterfield. Drunk and angry. <laughs> <laughs> so many great ideas start that way. Drunk and angry. <laughs> so how many things come? Every time I hear drunk and angry, I have to laugh. What, 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 uh, what good comes from drunk and angry? I mean, not are, not are, a lot are you, of good. Are Usually someone rational? gets hit are they rational? someone gets arrested. Beyond that, nothing good comes from drunk Is it rational? And, and angry. Usually it's not rational. No, it's not rational. Drunk and angry? So here's a mother going, well, I got drunk and then I got angry and I created the liberal women. of That's perfect. Yeah. That's hey, here's perfect. another thing you could have said. Uh, I think I was a thug. <laughs> <laughs> a thugette for you liberal women. Thuggettes. Here's uh, more of the clip from CNN. Actually, there's We're another they- word for it, but I can't say it on the air. We're neighbors and we never would have thought oh, in a million God. years our neighborhood would be as liberal as it is. Uh, you know what? This is what's funny. They go in there and they go, wow, I found another liberal woman. You know, maybe. There's two of us. There's, <laughs> da, 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 we are unstoppable. Next time that woman takes the last package of Kool Aid to the grocery store, I'm going to beat her teeth out of her head. And I'll do it. I don't get the sense that there's two of us. These women are happy. They, they seem very cute, angry, proud of very hateful. And I wish they, I wish we yeah, really could have difficult. them on and talk about this. But liberal women. Here's are a Chester. question for you. Don't answer it either. How many bumper stickers you got on your car, liberal pukes? I'm just throwing it out there asking. Liberal women of Chester were on CNN last night. Here's more of the clip. And we never would have thought in a million years our neighborhood would be as liberal as it is. Exactly. It's interesting. Yes. A, lot of, a lot of you came out of the closet, huh? Yes, yes we did. In anger. Exactly. <laughs> or let me just say, you kicked over a rock and scurried out. Well, out of the closet's fine too. Um, the closet? So that's the, a term the, usually never mind, I'm not yeah, going. Right. There. No, but I my point when is when I come out of the closet, I'm fully dressed and I was in there for a reason. What is why would a liberal feel like they had to be in the closet, hiding? What are liberals fearful of the way they believe or they don't no. have beliefs, they just have emotions. Well here here's they weren't in the closet hiding. They just want people to go, You poor thing. Yeah, I'm a poor thing. I'm a liberal. Yeah, you're a poor thing because you had to be in a closet for so long till you came out as a liberal pube. I don't. I don't so see. Sad. I don't see uh, liberalism as something that was that was being hidden. They always seem to be so in your face. Well, they do get angry very quickly. They do very very quickly. Here's more of the liberal Chesterfield County liberal women of Chesterfield County. Um, they've they've got a liberal- group. Female chickens of Chesterfield County. We are here. There were about for your calls. There were about chickens. There were about six of them, I think, on CNN last night. You know what six of them sound like? Muck, 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 muck. Here's here's more of the clip. I used to feel like it was somebody else's job, and it was really a wake up call that no, you know, this is a government that's based on the citizens. We the people, (laughs) right? So that's a. 
she didn't even know citizens. it. He had this out. Citizens. What's the first line of the Constitution? Oh, we the people. I'll remember that one, and I'll use that as my liberal slogan. Of course, but what are your policies, Kim? This was this was the Kim uh, lady. What do you stand for? Right, and, and she said that she could no longer remain silent. Anyway, she used to think it was for someone else. Now it's for her. This is CNN, a very friendly group to her goals and mission. I used to feel like it was somebody else's job. And it was really a wake-up call that, no, you know, this is a government that's based on the citizens. We the people. <laughs> right. We the people. And if you lose that, then, you know, you what? get what you get, and you don't throw a fit. <laughs> oh, that should be your slogan. You get what you get, and you don't throw a fit. Sounds like a mom <laughs> talking to her kids. Ladies, y'all need to get home and get supper ready. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's not good, Richard. That's, That's not what good you said all. in the break. That's not good. It's not helpful to the cause. You said dinner better be on that table when I walk in the door. <laughs> I would just kidding. I would love to to have a legitimate, real conversation about the ideas of of liberalism, the ideas of conservatism, with the liberal women of Chesterfield. We can't get them on the show. Yeah, I can't even. I you know I am just. I'm, I'm a, you know, I don't deserve to be breathing this air that everyone's breathing because I couldn't even taunt them enough. I couldn't make them angry enough. There's not oh, they've got anything plenty of left anger. in them. Oh, they've got plenty of no, anger, they but they've got to focus. It's not directed they, at you. They just can't get them to call. It's I can't get them to Trump. call. Yeah. I'm a failure. Well, no. I'm a failure. Don't cons- not your I'm not going to eat dinner tonight because I'm going to be at home pondering why I couldn't get them on the air. They, they, uh... I could. I, I could, wonder if I could use a word. Here's the thing: what, I could sacrifice myself. Believe? I could get fired from using a particular word. What do they believe? Because when you talk to an Abigail Spanberger or see her ads, she won't tell you. If you talk to liberal women at Chesterfield, they're just say, "quote We're liberal women. We well, don't care about politics. We don't know anything about it. Exactly. We're just right. liberal women, and we want to be on TV. Except what we just talked about the first of the hour was the Abigail Spanberger that we know." in the town hall, endorsing more regulation and more taxes. If you There's get one no to answer the phone and ask them to come on the air with us, they're going to go, radio, we're way past that, honey. They're CNN. We've been on CNN. Your phone call's next, 454-1366, 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW, 92.7 FM. Scott and Richard Lee, the circus clowns of talk radio. Down on the corner, out in the street, there are consequences for the way you vote. If uh, Abigail Spanberger is a congressman from District 7, there's a good chance the House would have flipped to the Democrats. Nancy Pelosi will be your speaker, and uh, Maxine Waters will run the Financial Services Committee. That Maxine happens. Waters. Just shoot me. I'm not kidding. Maxine Waters will run Maxine. the financial service. The one who said, my goal is to socialize or take over the oil companies. This is the agenda of Democrats. You want $8 a gallon gasoline, and that's not a joke. The Democratic Let Party has embraced everything that is big government, including the idea that the government should be setting wages for people. Most of them have asked for a $15 minimum wage, and something happened this week. Amazon did it on their own. Amazon plans to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour, and it's probably going to impact 1,000 or more workers here in Virginia. Currently, it's um, advertising hourly jobs in Virginia starting $11 to $12 an hour. 
Amazon's new minimum wage goes into effect in November, and it's more than twice the state and federal minimum wage is $7.25. The CEO says, we listened to our critics, that's Jeff Bezos, by the way, thought hard about what we wanted to do and decided we will want to lead. We're excited about this change, encourage our competitors and other large employers to join us. Phenomenal. Let me say I applaud the free market. I applaud large corporations for doing stuff like this. This is wonderful. And that's what they do with tax breaks and less regulation. Right. They, they take care of their people because they want the best, and they want to take care of them because they want to retain them. They don't want them to leave. It costs money but they how have to could replace this, them. How could this happen without government? How could this be allowed? How is it possible that government didn't have to step in and force Amazon to do this because the free market works. And if you think, oh, Amazon can do it and they're doing it, therefore we ought to have the government with the wage police show up at every corporation and enforce a $15 minimum wage is a disaster. That isn't free markets and free people. That isn't what the American uh, vision is. That's not what Adam Smith had in mind. That is not how to make people better. The idea that the government would step in between an employer and an employee and decide what they should be paid is not the role of government. Nowhere in Article 1, Section 8, Democrats, listen, nowhere in Article 1, Section 8, the Constitution of the United States of America says that the government is to set wages. If the founders were alive today, they'd shake their head and go, what? Are you insane? Instead, we ought to look at Amazon and go, this is great. We have 4,500 full-time employees in Virginia and fulfillment centers working for Amazon. And you know who a lot of the people that are going to run to Amazon are. They're the people that work for you. They work for you, and they're the best of the best. And if you're not taking care of your employees, they're going to go somewhere where they'll be taken care of. Right. The best of the best will go, and the stragglers will stay behind, happy to make $7 and whatever cents an hour. And the majority of people who make minimum wage, f- huge majority, are teenagers. So when you, 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 you sit back job. and bobble your head and say, we need a huge minimum wage, huge minimum wage, you're, you're giving the teenager, teenagers of America a huge raise, and they love you for it. They really do. But the premise behind it is so wrong. The idea that government can set the wage. And if the government can set the wage, then why don't we set it at $30 an hour? Well, they set everything. Why don't they set how much you get in your portions on your dinner table tonight? Right. Maybe I they'll start. would be upset with that. Maybe they'll hey. start rationing energy and rationing things based upon your income. Yeah. Remember wow. they were talking about the thermostats in your home, how they control it with one giant knob up in Washington? Ralph Northam welcomed Amazon's news in a tweet. He said, exciting news and a great example of companies across the country. Meanwhile, Northern supports a $15-hour minimum wage and campaigned on that. And, it's just and, interesting. And what does the left that do? Was, see? See? What, what does the left do with this information? I mean, they must be like, darn it. Gosh, if corporations could do this on their own, maybe we don't, maybe they don't need government. I bet, it's, I bet to some news like this, the left is like, crap. Dang it. Gosh, if they're going to do it on their own, maybe they don't need us. We should have made them do that. Exactly. If they didn't let us make them, we should punish them somehow. <laughs> exactly. That yes. is the They're going to hear from me on this. So the Lee brothers just want to go on record and say, good for you, Amazon. If you can afford that and, you think, and you think your bottom job deserves $15 an hour, perfect. More power to you. But don't go to other corporations 
and don't go to the federal government and ask them to enforce it on everyone else. You just be your good little liberal company and pay what you want, but don't turn around and make it a government mandate. All right, your phone call is next, 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820, WNTW 92.7 FM. The Lee Brothers, showing off the First Amendment and using the second only when necessary. So you've got to see this. Go to 820theanswer.com, click on the Lee Brothers. It takes you to our page for the Abigail Spanberger video. This woman wants more regulation from the federal government. It's just, it's unkind. What regulation would she want? Are we not over-regulated from a far-off land surrounded by a beltway? You'll see that video. See, more, more is, a, is a positive word and less <laughs> is a negative word. She's being very positive. Oh, okay, good point, good point. And I'm just hoping that people are, are positive she's not going to win. 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, you see that video. And how to vote. The test is there. And, of course, who needs feminism and the lie of feminism? All there at 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, takes you to our page. Here's a good thing. Be positive. Don't vote for Abby. Abby. All right, your phone call's next, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Here we go. Yep, you're right. Let's see here. Uh, Chelsea Clinton makes an amazing statement on abortion. I, I, I wish we had more time to really dive into this. We'll hopefully get to it this hour. Schools in Virginia, teaching diversity and changing the names. Well, nothing about education in there, but that'd be fun. And Tim Kaine, Corey Stewart face off debate. That's next. Virginia citizens and American patriots radio as the founding fathers intended. And the Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. I'm Bruce Lee. Thanks for joining us this beautiful Friday afternoon. It's really nice out there. You told me to speed it up, didn't you? Oh, right here. I've got to be on top of the microphone in order for it to work properly. Scott just informed me. I'm eating foam as I speak. All right, four, other than that, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Go four, ahead. Four, five, four, 1366. Uh, just talking about Amazon and the Amazon. $15 minimum wage. $15 minimum Let, wage. Let's discuss that more uh, before we get to the uh, Kane and Stewart debate. More before we get to the Kane and Stewart debate. I'm just summarizing things. You are starting to annoy me. Chris from Midlothian. This is Hi, Richard how you guys Lee. Doing? Welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Actually, I'm on my way to, to work my uh, night shift at, uh, you know, the said place of employment. I just wanted to dispel a little bit of the rumor. Um, I don't want to sound like a negative employee or somebody that's not grateful, because ultimately it's the employee that decides whether they are employed under the terms, you know, that they seem fair. But the $15 minimum wage, what they've uh, done is uh, they've kind of overlooked the veteran guys that have been uh, working there, people like myself, I've been there five years. Some people have been there three years or more where the, um, I guess the pay max is out. And I just want this to be clear that those of us already at that level, um, we were given an increase uh, um, of about a buck an hour. And, but with that and with what is helping to pay for this, generalized uh, wage increase is um, reserve stock options gone. Uh, really? And, and yes. And the bonuses um, that we would get 
um, for per month that we could control. One would be attendance. Another one would be performance as of the uh, of the facility as a whole. Those are also gone. Wow. So, so when you count in the averages for the monthly bonuses and uh, for the stock for and for the stock options, um, which they would vest for you on a rotating basis. Sure. I'm out. People in my boat. I mean, we're out. It is great for the new hires because they never saw those benefits. Um, they'll never they'll never feel that pain. But for the long term employees, um, wow, that have really, this is that have really that have really carried the water for this company. Um, and check it out on on on, um, uh, on Facebook and internet. I mean, there are articles out there. Um, we, we've uh, we got a gut punch the other day when we got the news. <laughs> So, Chris, let me let me just say I've always thought the same thing about a forced minimum wage rise would impact the people that have been there a long time means their income has to go up, too. And, and right. what you're saying is, yeah, you went up a little bit, but they started taking things away so they could fund the minimum fifteen dollars. Wow. Yeah. That is that is, that is unbelievable a, news. And what a difference that that uh, I think we need to notice it makes it look. Not so rosy, right? Well, and to me, to me, I, to me, I feel like it is. You know, it, it's ultimately. I think the company is actually saving money um, in its outlay to its employees while wrapping it up in a real pretty little PR wrapper. Sounds and like it. I just, I just, you know, on behalf of uh, me and um, some of the others, I don't want to sound like Clark Griswold that got screwed this Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I just, I just want to put it out there that, you know. We, we took a hit. Ultimately. Well, here's the deal. Here's the thing to remember is that to pay uh, for minimum wage jobs of $15 an hour, it costs money. This Correct. is what people don't understand. If the government's mandating it, it costs money. If a corporation does it, it costs money. Where is it going to come from? And you just laid out for everyone to say this is exactly where it's coming from. It's coming from their existing employees. Wow. But what the minimum does, in my opinion, the minimum, um, the minimum being raised also caps the amount that they can uh, that can offer somebody that excels at their position. That's right. So it, you know, I, I feel like uh, <laughs> I, I feel like John Gott wanted to, to walk out of the factory because uh, I don't want to carry the water for the other people <laughs> that are coming in behind me. Is there ways but, to advance there if you if you excel? Oh, certainly. Uh, there are there are there are, um, and I'm and I'm you know I, I'm not they, I'm not putting that you know I'm not I'm not holding that back. Uh, there are right. certain. There's certain promote, aspects of these positions that you know they that once you leave from hourly position and you go into management, you, you kind of have to weigh those pluses and minuses. Sure. Yeah. Do they typically promote from within? Yes, they do. That's so I, I get. I think what you're, Chris. You, it sounds to me like you like your job. You like Amazon. It's just that this thing is not what it's considered to be on the out, on the surface. And I think you're right. It's interesting that they 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 took from here to pay for this. The point is. The minimum wage has to be paid for somehow. If they're going to raise it to fifteen dollars, they're taking it from somewhere, and it ends up being the long-term employees who work so hard there. You've been there how many years? Five. Five. Yeah. Wow. Well, Chris, good I think up. There, and I think there's, a, I think there's a lot, a, a lot of that, a lot of the facts behind the increase, um, explains why the stock actually went up the day they announced it instead of down. Uh, I see. So it could be something that they're saving money and. Not really advertising that. That's just one person's opinion. <laughs> I understand. Good stuff, Chris. Appreciate the call. Thank you so much. Very good Thank information. 454-1366. 454-1366. You know, 
Which, Chris uh, is uh, a truly great American uh, honorary brother. When you see, when you know economics, when you look at how things are paid for and you understand how the ec- economy works, you, you got to understand this is probably consistent the way a lot of companies with, wait, operate. With the way well, companies operate. It's, it's the only thing that could, and Chris, is, I'm, I'm glad he called in and clarified it. On the surface, it's a PR stunt. That's what it turns out to be, a well, PR well, stunt. Well, it's not a PR stunt. It's a, it's a way for them to recruit and hire the best of the best from the, you know, the, the potential employee pool that's out there. Uh, they can do it with this program. Paul from Mechanicsville, you're on 820 WNTW with the Lee Brothers. How are you? Uh, doing well. What uh, my question is: Why is Tim Kaine avoiding uh, providing Corey Stewart with the uh, names that of the people, of the congressmen that have had payouts from the um, slush fund, the seventeen million dollar slush fund? Uh, Senator Kaine seems to avoid that. What's going on? You mean you mean he has not provided them, or you're saying he did provide them? What are you saying? No, he, no, he has not. You're right, exactly. Because I wasn't aware that he actually that. provided those names. I wasn't aware of that. Mark, let's get no, Tim King on the not. phone right now and find out. Yeah, Paul, good point. It's a good question. Um, get Tim Kane on the phone. It, 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 I got things to say. This is exactly. Timmy! This is one thing doing, that uh, Corey Stewart has really sucked into and, and pushed hard. And that is to make the case that that the Kane is holding this back somehow. You know what would be fun? I got in front of Tim Kane's house on Halloween and, and tell every kid that can go up there and go, Timmy! When he opens the door, we'll give him a dollar. Oh, and then okay. send every kid up there to trick-or-treat. Instead of saying trick-or-treat, they go, Timmy! <laughs> that would be cool. We, have, we would uh, be in jail, but that would be fun. Actually, there's not enough time to play any clips here from the debate. We'll do it on the back end of this break. Back end. He said back end. 454-1366, 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW 92.7. Scott and Richard Lee, the circus clowns of talk radio. Don't make stuff up and don't pretend. Rule two, no make-believe things like, uh, oh, pink dragons and stuff. They say roses are red and violets are purple. That's perfect. Sugar sweet, sweet maple circle. That I'm whole thing, just like that, growing up. Was a pistol. I'm a son of a gun. I said, Lee Brothers on a Friday afternoon, just after 519, actually, on a beautiful afternoon drive. Listening to Lee Brothers here at 820 WNTW and 92.7 FM. 72 degrees. It's lo- nice out there. I love the... Uh, I love debates. I, I do. I love listening to them. I love listening no, to the questions. Don't. You don't I love, love hearing the. Yes, yeah, I do. I love. I love the debates. They're fun. You don't love your brother. The big debate. <laughs> I do love my brother. The big debate. This. Uh, this entire. Every debate they've had. They've had three. Is about taxes. It's like they argue about taxes good, taxes bad, that type of thing. Here's the opening uh, question, and then it, it actually. Morse into taxes. Chairman Stewart, uh, we recently discovered in a New York Times article that five out of the ten cities with the highest eviction rates in the nation are in Virginia, Richmond, Hampton, Newport News, Norfolk, and Chesapeake. What role does the federal government play, if any, in helping Americans obtain affordable housing that is safe and secure? What do you think of that question? I think you need to keep the thugs out for one thing. No thugs in your housing complex. Okay. Yeah. What do I, I think of that I, question? I think I was a thug. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're now homeless. Get out. <laughs> you know, 
what, what do you do role? with a statement like that? Does the you know, federal government have in housing? Well, let me just refer to the enumerated powers in the Constitution. None. Little, little pink houses is for you. It has no role in the uh, the federal government. That's what caused the crash. Was the government's role in exactly housing? Right. That's it's what exactly caused right, Richard. The bubble to burst. The because thing to crash. The government got involved and said, "You're going to sell that house to that lady, but she can't make the payment." I don't care. The, the, I don't care. I Give love her the a balloon premise. payment at the end. I don't care. The premise is evictions are so high that the government has to do something. No, that's not accurate at all. And if anything wants to be done, it should be done at the local level, but certainly not the federal level. Here is, uh, here's Tim Kaine's reaction to this. Greg, as you know, I was a housing attorney before I got into local government, worked on this issue a lot. Um, oh, the okay. eviction stats in Virginia suggest that there's a need at the General Assembly level to revisit the landlord-tenant laws. That is a problem. That, that is, a, is problem. a huge problem. And as you know, I was a brain surgeon before I got into <laughs> this talking thing. And uh, I just think everything comes out of that man's mouth is twisted. I need to go in there and work on that brain. That, it's unbelievable. I think I can make him conservative. The, the premise I might again, have to remove a hunk of it. All of it. The premise, the premise Well, there again, might not be anything in there. That's Tim, my problem. Tim King goes, well, you know, with the eviction rates, government's got to do something. Why? Well, I mean, what happens in an eviction? Someone is failing to pay, usually. Why, why does the government have to do anything with that? Anyway, he continues. In the state. At the federal level, what can we do? I'll Here actually answer your question. We need to expand the low-income tax credit program. I am a co-sponsor of a bill that's bipartisan to do that, exactly that, widely is. supported by stakeholders in the industry, and that will help us provide more affordable housing options. Let me tell you what that will do. That falsely impacts the market of housing. When you subsidize that and uh, subsidize housing, you're going to get more pricing increases. It doesn't drop the cost of homes. It, exp it makes it worse. Well, as you know, I was a judge before we started this radio thing. <laughs> and I've got to tell you, as far as and the eviction rate is, is, this is one of the five states with the highest eviction rate. Someone can't just walk up and ring a doorbell and say, hey, need you to get out, like right now. They can do that. But the people in that home can say, you can bite me and close the door because the government is involved in eviction rates. And people don't get evicted. It takes a, a long, drawn-out court action to get someone evicted from a home. So government's if, already involved. If you're a house owner and you're renting them out, you know this. Government's already involved. If it's a high eviction rate, if that person, that person has ample time to find uh, somewhere else to go, before they're actually evicted, they have plenty of time. Because so the government's already involved. The government's already evolved. Yeah. So this quickly, time. this quickly transformed into a tax conversation. Tim continues. For folks. Tim when Corey was chair of the Board of Supervisors, uh, Prince William was the foreclosure capital of Virginia. <laughs> That's because he hates people. I love that. When Corey was there, it was foreclosure capital of the world. You see, Corey Stewart hates people. When he wants were, to throw him a... And, and Timmy, you were governor once. Why didn't you fix this mm. way back when? While you were governor, when you had the chance, you right. could have whipped out your pen and said, "Make it up as I go along. Give me something to veto. <laughs> Give me something to scratch out. Give me something to tear up." That's great. All right, you can do. Let me talk it. about the tax cut. I did vote Here against we go. the tax cut. What? A hey, hang on a second. What was that, Tim Kaine, about the tax cut? Of Virginia. But let me talk about the tax cut. I did vote against the tax cut. What a missed opportunity. No tax reform since 1986, and what we ended up with was this. Deep, permanent tax cuts for corporations 
tiny temporary tax cuts that expire for individuals add two trillion to the debt. That's what the tax cut bill did. It doesn't add two trillion to the debt. It requires two so trillion right. in in spending cuts, maybe. But as as far the government will get far more money through corporate are. tax cuts and tax cuts to private individuals. But the thing is, Tim, Timmy, Mr. Timmy, if you prefer, the thing is. You hate all tax cuts, all of them. Permanent or not. Permanent or not. While you were governor, two weeks before you got elected, you promised we would live within our means as, as you as governor of Virginia. Two weeks later, you tried to push through the biggest tax increase in Virginia's history. It's and almost- you failed. Oh, so you haven't gotten over it yet. That's what this whole thing is about. You, you wake up in a cold sweat, screaming <laughs> some nights probably. Because you had a nightmare about not getting your biggest tax cut in Virginia history passed, and it's still bothering you. So you're bringing it up now with Corey. You found a way to put it all behind you, didn't you, Timmy? Revenue revenue to the federal treasury has increased dramatically with the tax cuts. You're dead wrong, Tim Kaine. Leftist, you're dead wrong. Tax cuts don't create deficits. Learn from it, people. Learn from it. Your phone call's next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. We are giving away in the tax code about $1.3 trillion a year. Representing the end of political correctness. It's the Lee Brothers. All right, coming up. We're going to go through a little bit of a speed round here because I want to talk about the teacher speed diversity. Round. we got to speed up to go through a speed round. And I want to uh, talk about um, Stanton, Virginia, trying to change the name of Robert E. Lee. And I think it's important that you hear Chelsea Clinton on uh, her take on abortion. It's, it, it'll blow your mind. You begin to think, well, our culture is so lost. She's twisted, sister. Twisted Sister. That's a good one. That's a good name. That's actually a pretty good one. Twisted Sister. And of course, uh, 250 people have died because of selfies. And we must address the selfie crisis. Yeah, next time you want to take one, call us. We'd like to come down there and <laughs> witness. How does that happen, actually? How does someone die from a selfie? Well, they you, drop the phone, it hits himself no, in the temple no, or in the eye. And it, they were taking a selfie on a train track, train hits them. They were taking a selfie on a cliff and it fell off. I mean, all kinds of different things like that. That's pretty unbelievable. Really not funny. But. No, it's not. Uh, all right, so that is next. Check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer. It could be funny, though. .com, and uh, click on the Lee Brothers. takes you to the Abigail Spanberger uh, video you must see where she endorses regulation, taxation, all upon you from a far-off land called the federal government if she's a congressman. It must be stopped. Well, people from the CIA usually gravitate towards the FBI or NSA or somebody like that when they leave. 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers. Just after 5.30, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, we are the Lee Brothers, Virginia citizens and American patriots. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host. That was a Hammer Time song. My friend and my brother sitting to my left. Sometimes his far left breathing hard tonight because. Is Richard Lee. He's frustrating. 
Oh, he's breathing hard and nice, and he says, Richard Lee. Aha. What? what? I missed that whole point. You missed Completely everything. Right it went right over your head. But our audience, they don't miss a thing. <laughs> Nothing. 454-1366. Four, four, <laughs> Throw it. I dare you. I'll keep it. The um, It's a nice pen. A little bit of a Stop round. moving so I can squash you. <laughs> a little uh, quick, uh, quick topic story here. First, uh, Chelsea Clinton was uh, interviewed this week talking about uh, abortion. This is um, her talking about how if women can't abort babies, then they can't participate economically in the economy. It sounds like if women can't abort babies at random, they can't have unprotected sex. And where's the fun in that? So here it is. Our ability to participate um, fully in our society, including economically, hinges on our ability to be able to make choices uh, for our, our bodies. You're not making a choice for a body. You're making a choice of life or death. And, and you know what? It's interesting perspective. Chelsea, that little one inside you could be the next Clinton president. You don't know. <laughs> well, that's a good point. Could be a thug, too. You I'm, don't know. But <laughs> the bottom line is... It's a life, man. You have no it's right. Not, it's not complicated. You have no right. But listen to how she defines it again. This is... Our ability to participate um, fully in our society. We can't participate fully in the society unless we can have an abortion. That's essentially what she's saying. You can't participate fully in society? That's like saying you can't participate fully in society without walking around downtown and picking out somebody daily to shoot. <laughs> well, okay. Well, maybe I'm a little more advanced in my... Right, you, you're, you're over... Summation. You're, but right. the bottom line is... You know, you're, not, you're not messing with your body, Chelsea. Here's, you're uh, messing with the body of... Oh, right. A, a human being. Here's here's the most radical of her statements, though. This is what caught my attention. Let's see if it catches yours. All of the statistics that um, are are painful of what women oh. are uh, confronting, Zerlina, today in our country, and what what, wait, what, what are no women confronting? Pain. What are winning women confronting today in our country? I'm, I miss that. Start over there, Chuck. The only thing I could think of would be other women. Right. They're confronting what? Something that's All of painful. the statistics that um, are are painful of what women are uh, confronting Zerlina today in our country and what uh, even more women confronted uh, pre-Roe and how many women died and how many uh, more women were maimed because of unsafe uh, abortion practices. Well, then just don't we, have one. We just can't go back to right. that. Like, that's... Uh, unconscionable to me listen to this um and also and i'm sure that this will unleash uh, another wave of hate in my direction <laughs> but as a deeply religious person it's also unchristian 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 you know i'm not i'm a look forward not back kind of guy i don't like looking back at the past going man i suffered terrible then and what about this day that day sucked too i'm not that guy i look forward and a lot of things went on in the past shouldn't have gone on. But to sit there and say you're not a Christian unless, uh, you know, you support a, a woman killing an infant because of her body. It, does, it just, I can't fathom it's, it's that. It's actually very mind-blowing. You, know, you sit here with your mouth open going, she just said that? You know, corporately, there's, you know, everything she's saying 
going on today, these painful things. What painful things? What painful things? Right. I don't, I miss it. I, I don't get it. She's so, talking so, gibberish. That's, how does that's left, my definition of gibberish. Right. It sounds so much like Hillary. It's scary. Right. But she was a master gibberisher. Maybe she gets it from her mother. It's a new word. What if she taught her how to speak? Talk in incomplete sentences. <laughs> Talk complete sentences. No, incomplete. Oh. Well, the left is the left's magical. I mean, they're able to turn the uh, the abortion conversation around to say that to be pro life is now unchristian. It's unchristian to be pro life. Yeah, and, and it's, like and it's saying, almost like she's mad about it. She's like, "How can these people be Christians and be pro life?" It's like, what? That's it, it's it's like everything is turned upside down. You mean now that that I believe. And this is what's so crazy, how the pro-life position is made to be some kind of monstrous position is unbelievable to me. But we actually believe life begins at, at a concept, that that's when life begins and to protect it, we're made to look evil. We're made to look unchristian because we want to protect life. And how can oh, it be unchristian to say, go on and have the baby, put it up for adoption, turn your back. Walk away. Don't look back. Walk away. There's families out there that want kids that can't have them. They right. want to be blessed with children and they can't have them. You have a child inside you that is a human being and you don't want it. Everybody, and I know, and well, I know what your org- argument is, but once I see it, I'm going to want it. And then I'm going to suffer immersively. Well, really? That's interesting. So, you, you know, if that's the way you look at things, you must have made your parents suffer terribly too. But, but that's that's the argument. Well, then, that is sure your is. argument. Once I see the baby, I'm going to want it. Oh, that's, too bad. Uh, wow, you don't want to. That's, too bad. What an unbelievable scenario. The, the other thing is, is if if you couldn't have an abortion, there was a certain law saying, hey, at some point you're, you're not allowed to have an abortion. It would force women to do things. Well, just no move woman, out of the country. No woman's forced to do anything. Why, where does this come from that all these women want to kill their babies? And if they're, if you're not going to let me do it legally, I'm going to do it illegally. Yeah, you're going to have to walk around with a bump in your belly. Oh, you poor baby. Move out of the country. But oh, wait a minute. Most countries have outlawed abortion. Most countries have. They have. Yeah, we're 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 very one of the very few that, that yeah. still allow it. And a lot of them look down on us terribly, and rightfully so, because we it, still. It's a stain. It is a stain on It's a terrible stain. We're a free country. Kill your kids. We don't care. It's a free (laughs) country. It's unbelievable. It doesn't make any sense. I think the reality of a a lot of this is there are unplanned pregnancies that are very, very difficult for for some women to handle. We're not discounting that. That that an unplanned pregnancy can be a completely devastating to a lot of unwed mothers. There's no question about that. But it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. I understand why it is. I understand why it is. Became a beautiful baby. That's the correct perspective, but I understand the weight of it. But that doesn't mean that we, as a culture or society, are to go. Okay, let's just make this completely legal and something we can go do. We ought to make it difficult to end a life, and we ought not be mocked and impugned as Christians who uphold life. Right, and if 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 you're an unwed, unwed mother, you're pregnant, you're going to have a baby, and you're not married. Oh, people are going to look down on me. So what? If, if pe- people are going to look down on you or up on you or whatever, no, whether you're pregnant or not, the, the people sometimes suck. You know, and if that's going to be the case, 
you don't make decisions on what people so think. So what? Of you. No, it, it, it doesn't matter. You can't make it decisions like that. You can't matter. make a decision based on what matter. people think of you. And if you don't want the child, there are families. There are families that would love to you get know, their hands on a child. I know a lady personally, she's, she's adopted two now. And yeah. it turned out to be she adopted a little girl. The lady got pregnant again. The lady was against abortion, also against child rearing, I guess, because she put the child up for adoption, which was wonderful. Yeah. And this lady went and got the other baby. She's got the brother and the sister, and they are the cutest kids, and they're just absolutely— you. That's how it's, it's supposed to be. It's just amazing. That's how it's supposed to be. There's a movie called Gosnell. Have you, uh, this movie is about this uh, serial killer who is an abortionist. And it's an antici- a very an- anticipated movie about this murderer, Kermit Gosnell, who delivered um, babies and then killed them. No, fully alive babies and then killed them in the abortion clinic. And he did it uh, boldly. And actually, he's pure evil. When a baby was born, he would snip the neck with scissors. I don't know how a human being could do that. But you know what? These partial birth abortions, that's essentially what they're doing. Those child, those children are born. They're alive. That's exactly right. They're putting them in, a, sometimes they put them in a room, in a dark, cold room. Well, that's what nothing. the Gosnell thing was all about. Wait. They keep that's the opening Gosnell the story. door to see if the baby's yep. dead. Not that's dead the yet, closes the door. Or they literally, I'm not going to even go there because it. it the it's film terrible to think, and it's upsetting. It's upsetting. The film is based on the grand jury report that accused this Philadelphia area abortionist of killing hundreds of babies that were born alive in what some dubbed, in fact, the jury dubbed a house of horrors over decades. Kermit Gosnell is now serving a life sentence for the murder of three infants and for involuntary manslaughter of a woman who died following a botched abortion. And these parents were allowing him to do this? I they, guess they, they wanted hired to abort to the full term. They hired him to do that very thing. Oh, my. Now, the movie's not about abortion per se, but it is an eye-opening look into what happens in some of these abortion clinics. It's quite scary, actually. All right, your phone call's next, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454-1366, 454-1366. Th- that's something. I mean, that is something. Yes, that's something. Traffic and weather together is 15 and I told you I was going to say it again. Don't you, write, Would you like to do it again? Don't write on my reports. Got it. So Stanton is uh, busy, as we are across the state, concerned about schools and accreditation. So Stanton's done something that uh, is going to help the kids. I was in Stanton the other day. They're going to, they're going to change the name of the school because Robert yeah. E. Lee High School is a threat. You know, sooner or later, they're going to make us change our last names or right. go off the air. Yeah, because we can't be the Lee brothers. I mean, no. you know, I don't. We both look like Robert E. Lee so much, especially when we ride horses to the station to do the show. That's right. Then people are like, look, that's Robert E. Lee. Yeah. And those yeah. wigs and those swords. Yeah. He swords stuck have, me he, in the leg the other day. It really hurt. He didn't have a, a wig. He had a beard. They said, are you Robert E. Lee? I said, I'm... Richard Lee. Richard Lee. Richard Roberts. Henry Lee. Richard Henry Lee of the Declaration of Independence from the Commonwealth. Yep. People call me Henry. I like it. So Robert E. Lee High School... Is a threat to the kids in Stanton City? 
the only threat to the kids in Stanton City is they might learn something about Virginia history, heritage, and so forth by having a school named after General Robert E. Lee. That's the only threat. And God forbid the teachers have to explain who he was <laughs> and anything about Virginia history. Isn't that here's, horrid? Here's the deal. Doesn't that keep you awake at the, night? The school name does me. means absolutely nothing. It is more of an adult issue. You can ask the kids at this high school, does it matter? Uh, what matter? The name of the school. Uh, what's the name again? I mean, nope. They're not learning any less. They're not learning any more. The name means nothing except to a couple liberal malcontents who just want to change the name for no reason. And it will cost money. Nobody's, if the goal is learning, if the goal is to have the school built to learn, who cares what the name is? I'd like to have a, I'd like to do a multiple choice test for the kids of the school. Roll in there and do it. You put on there, who was Robert E. Lee? And in your answers, you have things like lead singer for Led Zeppelin. <laughs> you know, yeah. the guy that owned the gas station in, when the town first right. opened here. Most people. Uh, you don't know. A general in an army many, many years ago that you know nothing about or all of the above. You'll get lead singer. Right, exactly. For most answers. And they show, especially if you show a picture of an That's my a point. old, long haired dude. With a beard. It, right. It's a waste of time. Yet the adults have the problem, not the teenagers. Well, I'm sure there's some teens that have been had their had their emotions stoked by their parents who think, isn't it awful? Yeah, I'm going to go make a protest. Because in today's culture, a teenager protester is the most lauded and applauded of all things. Yeah, maybe we figured something out here. Maybe we figured out why parents today don't give a rip whether their kids learn anything about Virginia history. Right. Or why parents don't give a rip about the education going on in the school, but care more about the name of the school. Right. Like Obama Elementary here in Richmond. Yeah. All of a sudden they're learning more. All of a sudden the kids in that school are learning so much better. No. Most of them are going to turn out to be thugs anyway. Yeah. I, I think I was think a it. thug. <laughs> exactly. They're going to be thugs. And the kids are going to say, well, the school's named after a thug. What an incredibly good Why point. can't we be thugs? We need to start a campaign to get that name off that school. Of course. The, uh, we can have a school named after a self-proclaimed thug. And druggy? He admits he drank a six-pack of beer before going to class. You want the school named after that? He wants a million of his wife? Yeah. They'd have to be clones. Boy, this guy's really out there. He is out there. He's kinky. He we said that to, in the clip. He said he, he drank yeah. a six-pack before class. He said he used drugs that were illegal. He said he was a thug. And we have his name on a school building. How dare uh, he would drink beer during school? I think they should put a cooler at the front of that school full of beer. I can't believe we missed that. We didn't. No, I mean, right now we're on it, but we missed it initially when we were talking about it. I mean, it's incredibly. We didn't know he was a thug. That's true. He admitted it now. Yeah, I I think I was a thug. And how did (laughs) and how did and to your point earlier, do you have when do you find out you're a thug? Is it is there? I wish he just admitted he was the first gay president. Why would that make it better? Then no, it, well, that it, would make the least... name that make the name on the school building much more appropriate. <laughs> yes, there you go. It would. Yes, it would. It that, would. That would be why they named it. it exactly. Barack Obama was a thug. He was a druggie. He drank a six pack of beer before class, and we have a school in Richmond named after him. And Except the, the left is a beer before every class. The, That's a lot of beer. The left, get the money selling that. And what was the name of that powder. school before that? 
what was the name of the school they just changed? What was the name of the school before Obama? I'm like, what was the name of it? Uh, Stewart. Stewart. Yep. It Jeb, was? Jeb Stewart. Jeb Stewart. Jeb Stewart. Was Jeb Stewart a druggie? Did he drink a six-pack of beer before he went to class? Of no, course more not. more than one or two. And he if Jeb Stewart wasn't, wasn't do it. if he didn't have the character to be on the name of this, of this uh, school, then why does Barack Obama? And what's wrong with Robert E. Lee and Stanton? These people need to get over themselves. That's ridiculous. What a waste of time. Are they actually going to change the name, or are they just... They're debating it right oh, now. They're debating it. Well, maybe they'll lose that debate. Let's hope so. Your phone call's next. So. 454 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Yeah, I, I think I was a thug. <laughs> and that's a wrap. It's not a ranch dressing wrap. America is wrapped in ranch dressing. They love it. There's no question. For all, I love it. I keep a bottle you know, on people dip, They dip their pizza in ranch dressing. I know. I've watched people do that, and I said. My kids do that. I'm like, what are you doing? I say, don't dip your pizza in ranch dressing, and here's a big glass of milk to go with your pizza. I know that's a debate for another and, day. And we've had that debate. Milk and pizza no rocks way. it. No. Rocks the world. Milk and pizza. Who eats milk and pizza? I do. All right, Mark check does. us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers Archive Our Shows podcast there and more information about Abigail Spamberg. Got to see the video, 820theanswer.com, keyword Lee Brothers. Kick on our name. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next Friday right here on FM 92.7 and AMA 20 WNTW. Stay tuned for Cut to the Chase with Senator Chase. He is in the house, and we'll see you next Friday. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.